Amen. I'm just here to brag about Jesus is all I'm here to do. Amen. He's been so good to us. John 10 and 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. Then he says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture or find grass, find what they need, find sustenance. He said, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to preach for just a little while about abundant life. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands and your voices to the Lord. Amen. Let's pray that God will help us right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, why don't you join up with somebody next to you if it's appropriate. Amen. Let's just pray right now. In the name of Jesus, we need you, God. you God we need you God we come on why don't you say we need you God you've been good to us Lord you never failed us one time you helped us every way we turn God you strengthened us hallelujah hallelujah I feel Jesus up in this house I feel Jesus up in this house right now hallelujah I wish somebody just go to praising him When you praise him, you'll feel him. Because he inhabits praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, everybody in the house, put your hands together for Jesus now. Thank you, Lord. Amen, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to preach. Everybody say abundant life. Amen. He said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. He said, I am come that they might have life. Amen. This verse is making it very clear that without Jesus, there is no life. Amen. Praise God. He said, I am come that they might have life. Amen. I I just like to break down scripture and tell you what Jesus is trying to tell us. If you ain't got him, you ain't living. Hallelujah. I said, if you ain't got him, you ain't living. Amen. I know how the enemy paints beautiful pictures of what your life would be like outside of Christ. But let me just tell you something. Amen. If you want to live, stay in the church. I said, if you want to live, stay in the church amen don't don't believe the lies of the devil praise God I said don't believe the lies of the devil amen they buried a friend of mine today in Louisiana that was a pastor's son 
and he died of an overdose Saturday night. Amen. The saddest story you've ever heard. You know what happened somehow along the way? He, he, he looked at the painting that the devil was painting and thought, boy, I could really live it up if I was outside of the church. But let me tell you, life is in the church. I said life. I'm fixing to kick the devil in the teeth tonight. I'm fixing to make a liar out of him. Hey, if you want to live, get inside the church. If you want life, get inside the church. Boy, I feel Jesus up in this place right now. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray tonight that people would quit looking at uh, the painting that the devil's painting and, and let, let the word of God paint the picture for you. Hey, why don't you let God do the painting tonight? Is that all right? Would the word of, do you believe the word of God could paint a more accurate picture? Of... I'm telling you, the devil is a liar and he is the father of every lie. Hey, I come to preach truth to this church. Hey, this is where life really is. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I hope we got more faith in the Word of God than you've got in that little voice that speaks in your ear. Come on, I said, I hope you got more faith in the Word of God than you have in that little voice that speaks in your ear when you're out there and telling you, the church ain't for you. Uh, you don't fit in in the church. Uh, them people are different. Uh, you can never be like them people. Let me tell you, if you want to live, uh, you better get inside and stay inside. Come on, everybody, clap your hands. Hallelujah, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you that. Life doesn't even really begin until you allow Christ inside of you. Hallelujah. I hope you'll listen to somebody tonight that spent a little time on both sides of the fence. Hey, I, I hope you'll listen to somebody open up the word of God today. Not, not just something that I heard somebody tell, but I spent a little time on that side and I spent a little time on this side. Uh, and I can tell you, there ain't nothing like living for God. Uh, there ain't nothing uh, like feeling the presence of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The obvious definition of life is the state of one who is possessed of vitality or animate or fullness. We understand the basic definition of life, but when I do word studies, I like to look in the Bible and see where else they use that word. So I'll know kind of how the writers are 
implying what, what I'm reading right then. Amen. I want to read a couple other places, and I could, there's hundreds of them probably, but just a couple places in the Bible where they use the word, the same Greek word for life that they use in this translation. Matthew 7 14, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Everybody say life. Straight is the gate, narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Matthew says it again in 18 and 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off, and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life, halt, or maim, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. John 6, for the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Amen. I want to read again what the first thing I read. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. Let me tell you who the life of the party really is. It ain't the clown downtown. It's Jesus Christ. Let me tell you who the life giver really is. It's Jesus. Amen. Boy, I feel it so much Holy Ghost in this place right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But it's say life. Amen. The giver of life. Jesus said, I'm the giver of life. So this is the life that comes when Jesus is allowed in. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What is the Holy Ghost? Let me tell you what it is. One day Jesus was walking with his disciples and he said, I'm with you, but I shall be in you. Amen. He was saying, I'm walking beside you today, but there's going to come a day where I'm going to come back in the spirit form and I'm going to be inside of you. And when I come, I'm going to give you life. When I breathe on you, I'm going to give you life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Man, I get so tired of the devil tripping people up. Making them think that living for God is a hard life. I rebuke that. That's a big fat lie. This is the easiest life. You'll ever live. Let me tell you something. If you don't believe that, you weren't drug in the mud far enough, or you ain't got in here deep enough. Because if you'll get deep enough in this, uh, you'll realize one day in his courts uh, are better than thousands. 
thousands anywhere. I'm reaching for somebody right now. Hallelujah. Somebody confused. Man thinking that living in the world is life. Let me tell you what it is in Ephesians. The second chapter of the Bible said, And ye hath he quickened. He was writing this to some spirit-filled church in Ephesus. And he said, It's you hath he quickened who were, past tense, dead in trespasses and sins. You tell you, everybody downtown that thinks they're living, they need their eyes open. This Bible is very clear. Jesus comes to give life. He said, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world. In other words, you did whatever you wanted to do. Hallelujah. According to the prince of the power of the air. That's a bunch of words which means the devil. The spirit, the little s that now worketh in the children of disobedience. When you're allowing the lust of your flesh to drive the bus, you're a dead man. You're a dead woman. When your flesh is telling you what to do, you're not living, you're dead. When your flesh is telling you what to drink, you're not living, you're dead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Come on, I'm going to preach to the church for a little while. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he said it to the Colossians, and you being dead, everybody say dead. Dead, dead in your sins. And the uncircumcision of your flesh hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. And he took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He tell you when you're living is when your trespasses have been forgiven. <laughs> when your old life uh, has been blotted out. Uh, when your old sins uh, went down in Jesus' name. Uh, let me tell you uh, that's what you call living. Come on, let's love the Lord together right now. Hallelujah. Wake up and be forgiven. Think about every dumb thing you ever did. Then you wake up and realize that ain't attached to me no more. 
That ain't who I am anymore. Tell you the devil is an accuser of the brethren. He loves to jump on your shoulder and remind you of every dumb thing you've ever did. But you need to remind him, uh, my sins uh, are forgiven. I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad. Hey, hell wasn't created for us. It was created for Lucifer and all his devils and all his stupid demons. It wasn't created for us. Amen. When the enemy comes to you, reminding you of your past, you need to go ahead and open up the Word of God and say, I'm forgiven. I am royalty. I got, I've got royal blood flowing through my veins. I went down in his name. Hey, I'm the bride of Christ. I said, I'm the bride of Christ. God. Don't let the church get mixed up. Amen. Say, well, I would never get mixed up. Well, if you walk in here with a big frown on your face, you're mixed up. You walk in here mad at the world, you're all mixed up. You're not comprehending the word. The word says I've got life now. I've got the Holy Ghost now. I ain't got a sad story anymore. I can't sing the blues anymore. I I wish somebody helped me praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You found that life when you came to an altar. Hallelujah. You were dead when you were out there. You were dead when all those addictions were attached to you. Oh, yeah. I get so tired of people acting like the church is a bunch of rules and can't do nothing. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Paul said all things are lawful and all all things are expedient. I can do whatever I want to do, but I get to pay for it tomorrow. I choose to be a Christian. I I choose to live a holy life. I choose to be who I am. I choose to not bow down to Hollywood. I choose to not bow down to the musicians and the singers of this world. There ain't no law telling me I can't do something or a rule or something bound me up. I'm free now. I said I'm free now. I'm free. Somebody that wakes up and can't even get out of bed without a cigarette 
That's the one in bondage. The one that can't go to bed without drinking a fifth, they the ones in bondage. The one. Am I preaching the Bible? The one that goes from meth to meth to meth. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Take this whole world. Just give me some more Jesus. That's where my life is. Telling you, it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Don't feel sorry for me. You're mixed up if you feel sorry for me. You haven't experienced what I experienced uh, if you feel sorry for me. Uh, hey, taste and see uh, that the Lord really is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, boy, I'm having fun right now. This is my life. This is your life. If you're not having fun at church, you're, you need a prayer meeting. If you're not having fun at church, you need to get off the fence a while. Hallelujah. There ain't nothing better than life. Praise God. Amen. There's people out there and they think if they can, if they could get a new truck, boy, they'd really be living. They think if they get a new house, boy, they're going to bring them so much joy. Amen. It ain't going to do that. There's a place carved out inside of you that only Jesus can fit. Your 12th wife ain't going to fit there. And another fifth ain't going to fit there. And another shot ain't going to fit there. You may try to put it there, but it ain't going to fit there. You may try to cram it in there, but it ain't going to fit right. There's a place inside of you that only Jesus can fit. And when you get him in there, you're going to find life. Amen. Don't, don't let the one that his agenda is to steal, to kill and destroy, don't, don't give him your ear. The one that wants to steal from you, the one that wants to kill you, the one that wants to destroy you, why would you listen to that guy? Praise God. He talked to Jesus. I know he's got the nerve to talk to you. He talked to Jesus. He started trying to fool Jesus. You don't think he'll try to fool you? He tried to trip Jesus up. And you think you're above that? Hey, I'm here to preach to you. 
you better learn the word of God. And when the one with the agenda that wants to kill and steal and destroy says, you're not living. Just crack open that word of God. The word of God says it is written. I have come that they might have life. What'd you say, devil? You're not living. You're just going through the mud. You're just, man, you really just need to step out and try this and that. You really need to live. What he's really trying to tell you is he really wants to kill you. I love this brown book right here. The Bible said he didn't come that I would die. He come to give me life. Well, the devil don't want no shouting going on here. The devil don't want no shouting going on here. We don't care what the devil don't like. We're going to shout because we got life tonight. Well, hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you when life came. Life came when you was born again. Everybody say that's when life came. There's nothing like getting the Holy Ghost. Hey, I, I repented of my sins all by myself. 9-11, two hours of praying and crying, saying, God, I ain't going to be who I used to be. I got my mind made up. I'm going to be different. I repented. I'm telling you, that was the most awesome feeling I'd ever felt in my life. When I made up my mind, I'm turning from who I was. I felt so good. I thought I had the Holy Ghost. I never had it before. I thought, boy, I, I feel so good. I feel like taking a nap. I know the world's under attack and buildings are falling and everything's shut down. But I felt so much peace after just repenting. I was like, I'm going to take a nap. Praise God. I thought, boy, this is wonderful living for God. I had no idea what it was going to feel like come Sunday when God took that repentant vessel and put his spirit inside of him and it became like fire. Shut up in my bones. I couldn't keep it to myself. It It's nothing like life. Praise God. Nothing like feeling that life that God gives. Hallelujah. 
Well, there's one thing better than life. Amen. Praise God. There's one thing better than life. And it's this. Abundant life. <laughs> he meant I was studying. He said I come to give them life more abundantly. I, I, look, I, I always like to look at the, the meanings of words because we miss so much by the meaning. When you look up what life more abundant means or more abundant, it means in excess. It means more than you need. What it means is not just waters to wade in. <laughs> not just water up to your waist. Not just water to drink. Not just water for necessities. But enough water that you could just swim in if you wanted to. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. This is our struggle. We get the part where he said, I come to give them life. When the Spirit comes, it gives life. We can't stop. It was a great day. September the, I think the 17th, 2001, when I went down to an altar, repented vessel, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I began to speak with other tongues. It was a great lot. It was a great moment. I received life. I'm telling you, that moment does not compare to abundant life. Come on church, I'm going to help somebody. I said I'm going to help somebody. We got to get past this one moment of speaking in tongues and, and then sitting on the pew the rest of your life. Not knowing whether you even got the Holy Ghost or not. Not knowing whether you are the saved or not. Not knowing whether God loves you or not. He didn't come to give you one experience. He came to give you an excess. I'm telling you. The more I walk in the spirit, the more I pray and the more I... And I say the bad word, the more I repent, the more I lay on the altar, the more pleasure I put to the side, the more abundant this life becomes. <laughs> Come on, I'm going to preach to you. You, you. I know God takes us through trials. And God walks people through deserts, but that's not how your life's supposed to go. 
God will take you through dry places, but you're not supposed to stay there. He'll take you across the Jordan, but you're not supposed to stay there. He'll take you across the desert, but you're not supposed to stay there. It was never in God's will for them to be there 40 years. He said, I'm going to take you to a land. I'm going to take you to a land that every one of you going to get a quart of milk and a quart of honey. Oh, praise God. Nothing like a quart of milk to go with a quart of honey. Amen. And I'm thankful for every quart he's given me. But if he said, I'm taking you to a land that flows with milk and honey, honey, I ain't going to stop with a quart. I'm not going to stop with a little sip. Well, I got a little touch tonight. I think I might have spoken tongues tonight. Honey, you ought to be dragging people out of here. We ought to be carrying them to the car. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Tell you, Abundant Life ain't a cute little name for a church. Abundant life ain't a cute little name for a Christian school. Abundant life is a description of what God wants his people to live in. feel like jumping in this baptistry if you want to know truth right now. I hope you feel my burden. It breaks my heart to see people so empty. They walk in empty and they walk out empty when there's rivers. When there's waters to swim in. I think I'll pray a little bit so the pastor don't grab me. I'm going to act like I'm praying so the preacher don't grab me and try to shake me or something. Tell you if somebody's shaking you, somebody's dragging you, I hope you feel their burden. That they're... Come on, we're not cactuses. Uh, we're the people of God. Uh, and he wants us to live uh, in an ab- Son was talking about this last night, I think, or sometime, I don't remember. Said, I've come in, I've prayed for an hour, not felt God. I prayed two hours and 
Seemed like I can't break through and all of a sudden I'll break through. Amen. I felt those times in my life. Let me tell you, that should be the exception. Come on, church. Come on. Amen. I know God tests people. And I know God tries people. I remember reading a book by Verbal Bean and it bothered me. He said, I prayed for 30 days and I never felt God. And it bothered me to even read that. Amen. But if you keep reading it, it was a test. Amen. And after the test, he's preaching 200 souls revivals. And... Laying his hand on the sick uh, and they're being healed uh, and God using him. Uh, but and I know people that that's their pattern. 30 days don't feel nothing. And they wait until they are almost spiritually dehydrated, gone. Before they'll say, oh, I need a touch. Will y'all help me pray? Will y'all pray for me? If I don't get a touch tonight, I, I don't know if I can go any further. You've already sinned. Jesus said, I come that they might have life. He said... Out of your belly shall gossip flow. No, that's not what he said. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This he spake of the Holy Ghost. What he was talking about, when you get the Holy Ghost, there's so much of it he wants to pour in you that you can't even contain it. It'll just flow. Hope you feel my burden. And I'm see. I want to walk to the door and I want to say I enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise and then I want the spirit to come upon me. Amen, I want to spend my time interceding. Amen, we don't even know what to pray for as we ought to but the spirit will make intercession. Amen, if you got to spend all your days and time repenting, If you have to spend all your time just trying to see if God's really there. Uh, God, take us to a new level. Amen. Think what would happen uh, if everybody in this church got a hold of prayer. Said, I'm not going to let a day go by. Until I speak in tongues. Uh, amen. I don't want to speak in English my whole prayer. I mean, uh, I want something to come over me. Uh, I, uh, I want the spirit uh, to start making intercession. Uh, 
Hallelujah. Stand together with me. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Preaching to somebody tonight. You're in a struggle trying to trying to get to God. Come on, God's been dealing with me today. Somebody say, I gotta touch him. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like I'm spiritually dead. I can just barely remember how I felt when that life came into me. Somebody, instead of walking in an abundant life, he's been nibbling and getting enough to take care of your convictions. Prayed 90 seconds and Try to get that off of you that the preacher put on you. Tell you the word of God will put something on you. Word of God will get to where you're living. On the day the church started, the preacher was preaching. The Bible said they were pricked in their heart. Word of God will make you realize. There's more than what I got. The Word of God will quicken things to your mind. Tell you what the flesh will do. It'll get you to pray 30 seconds and quit. Well, it sound like the music's getting quieter. I, I, I'll stop now. Sound like everybody's kind of winding down. I don't want to pray loud if everybody's. Tell you something, you need to make up your mind. I don't care if everybody starves to death. I ain't going to starve to death. I don't care if everybody nibbles on the Holy Ghost. I'm going to the land that flows. Me and my house. We're not going to stop at the Amalekites and worship their gods. We're not going to go in circles 40 years and look at the same rocks and the same places and walk through the same trials and fight the same devils year after year after year. Me and my family, we're going to pray until we get an anointing that will destroy the yoke. Come on. Everybody in this room.
Ezekiel described it like this. It was a river that could not be crossed over. You hear it? That could not be crossed over. What are you saying? Wherever you're at, you can go deeper. He'll never run out. had a vision he saw the blood black preacher G.T. Haywood one of the founders of Pentecost deep prayer he gets a vision gets the words to a song he sees the blood he said it reaches to the highest mountain just get a drop oh if you could just get a vision and it flows to the lowest valley I'm telling you everything God does is in abundance it's us that cheat ourselves It's the blood that flows from Calvary. I'm telling you, it's in abundance tonight. In this room, there's mercy in abundance. Can I say it? There's healing in this house. Not for one person. Jesus walked through cities and healed them all. Open my understanding. Come on, church, help me pray right now. Oh, God is not troubled about your request. Your bills are not troubling to God. 
owns it all. He's not troubled by your depression. He's the Prince of Peace. Whatever you need. It's in abundance. Come on, everybody in this house.